Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. And joining us now is Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine. This uh, next uh, segment sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. And uh, Dr. Adams, thanks for hopping on. Am I wrong to think that one out of every, I don't know, three people I know is either sick with the flu, a bad cold, RSV, or COVID? It is hitting hard. There's a lot of viruses uh, in the air for sure. And you're right. It's pretty widespread. So why am I the lucky one that is, I don't know, I, I, I think that we all are wondering how we can stay just healthy. I mean, it's Tuesday, we're all trying to get through the holiday season. I, I guess it's the simple basics, right, that we've been kind of drilled into us the last couple of years. Well, it is true. So first, we've all been exposed to, to something, and, and with the holidays coming up, we're going to be at risk for, for either getting or, or giving an illness. So get plenty of rest. Stay healthy. Um, just, just do the do the basics. Um, but then also, if you are out in public and want to wear a mask, that's a good idea. It does does prevent problems. So I would recommend uh, the just doing all the safety moves that we know. Do we have any quantitative evidence that this is a sicker fall outside of the COVID? Obviously, that's down, I would imagine, compared to last year or, or similar. Now that we're a lot of us are vaccinated, but just from colds and flus, is this an uptick this year? So we were expecting an even worse season, I will have to say. And so well, this, this is, in m- many cases, a normal respiratory virus season. However, for the children with RSV, it is far worse. We're seeing a lot more of the young children admitted to intensive care. It is worse for the children. The adults, it's much more routine. All right. 312-981-7200 if you've got any questions. Saw some interesting articles, uh, including one happening at a Chicago area hospital out in Elmhurst about uh, a Jetson-style robot uh, amid a worker shortage there or helping out at hospitals. What do you know about this? This is fascinating. We are using them as well to deliver medicines to unit, especially specialized medicines. And many hospitals are using them for supplies. They can run 24 hours a day. They've been in development for many years. They're kind of expensive. But amid the worker shortage, they make a lot more sense. They, They can very reliably and safely just maneuver around a hospital. And they're kind of cool. And they just they bring medicine. They bring stuff along to the patients or to staff. Right now, it's uh, from a pharmacy or supply into the nurse, and okay. so they're they're supporting the nurses. But there's no reason in the future they couldn't be called up by patients, and we certainly contemplate that in the years ahead. But what about the small talk? I, that's what I, that's what I like talking with the nurses. Come on. Oh, I think that's what we want the nurses to do. Yes. We want them to interact with the patients, yes. but have all the stuff brought ah. to you. Right. So they don't have to run around as they're already busy enough, just running up and down floors. That makes sense. Exactly. To me. We want to support the nurses. That's exactly right. Hey, my sister-in-law is a nurse's practitioner over at Northwestern, so I am all about the helping her out. She's been a, a hero amongst many over the last a couple years. Um, uh, we were talking about kids' illnesses and what's going around. You know, every now and then you hear about a shortage of um, whether it's a, antibiotics we talked about. I think about a, amoxicillin. I think for a while people were worried about that. Now children's Tylenol and other medicines. This isn't a pe- sound the alarm, go buy every child's medicine in the in the drugstore sort of moment, is it? 
No, this is nothing dangerous, but it sure is inconvenient when your child is sick. You go for Tylenol, and it's not there. It sure is frustrating. But there's generic alternatives that that do work, and uh, things that are made in the pharmacy for children, look for that. It's fine to explore alternatives, or worst case, talk to your doctor. But yeah, Tylenol has run out in many pharmacies. All right, but there are the alternatives. Is it a matter of just, like you said, going, yeah, because if I look at the bottle, and I'm trying to match ingredients that we were in a we're in the wrong place talk to a talk to a pharmacist the pharmacist is there to help absolutely sounds good so it's rsv uh going around obviously with the kids obviously with the holidays coming up there's going to be a lot of people gathering together is this a test for covid before you go even if you're not feeling symptoms or are we still saying just just if you're feeling symptoms maybe that's the moment to take a test before you show up to christmas so if you're feeling symptoms, it's, it's sure reasonable to take a test. But, but even then, if you're feeling sick, it's best to keep the distance if you can. I know it's the holidays, but if you're sick, we don't want the viruses to spread. But, but to be honest, we would want everybody's immunity. If you haven't got the booster, get the COVID booster. And um, just be careful if somebody's having symptoms. But the holidays and social interaction is really important. We really don't want that to be hampered. Flu shot booster at the same time, A-OK? A-OK. My doctor told me otherwise, so I had to spread them out, but I'm not going to put them on blast here. It worked out fine. It all worked out, but he recommended uh, two weeks apart. I I spread mine out, too, but it's perfectly safe to get both, but people just... You can get it any way they want. Yeah, there you go. We're going to put you on hold, Dr. Jim Adams, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. I got more questions for the doctor. I hope you do, too. 312-981-7200. Let's get a look at weather and traffic. Mary Vandeveld. Winter storm watch from Thursday afternoon through late Friday night. Cloudy and 30 tonight. Cloudy low 18. Cloudy tomorrow high 28. And travel times are pretty bad this afternoon, especially on the uh, Eisenhower heading out to Mannheim 55 minutes 28 inbound the outbound kennedy is an hour and 15 minutes to the airport 40 inbound delays now from peterson on the inbound edens on the uh, stevenson an hour out to the tri-state dan ryan 30 heading to 95th uh, northbound of the tri-state 115th to 55 is slow due to an earlier accident that was on the ramp eastbound i-80 slow center to richard southbound to saba lake shore drive north to chicago and northbound delays from grand to chicago accident in hinsdale at uh, 83 and ogden Mary Vandeveld, WGN Traffic Central. Tonight, it's another Chicago matchup for the Northwestern Wildcats when they welcome the UIC Flames to Wells Ryan Arena. Dave Edding, I'll have the pregame at 745, the tip at 8. On the home of Chicago's Big Ten team, 720 WGN. You never think your own body's poisoning itself. I'm Dan, and that's exactly what my team at Northwestern Medicine discovered. After being told I needed a heart transplant, I came to Chicago for a second opinion. Thanks to the relentless research of my cardiology and hepatology teams, they discovered that my liver was actually the source of an abnormal protein that was causing my heart to fail. Anchored by Northwestern Memorial Hospital, the number one hospital in Illinois by U.S. News and World Report, Dan's team didn't rest until they found the source of his heart failure. After comprehensive genetic testing, his team came up with a life-saving plan, collaborating to perform both a heart and liver transplant. Now I have a new heart, a new liver, and a new outlook on life. Because what makes us better makes you better. Northwestern Medicine. 
Learn more at nm.org slash better. Dementia caregiving can be challenging, especially during the holidays. But you are not alone. The Alzheimer's Association is there all day, every day. They remain committed to providing care and support for families living with Alzheimer's and all other dementia 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 800-272-3900 and online at alz.org slash Illinois. Heard from our friend Jerry Haggerty some good news regarding the automotive industry. Inventory is getting better, have you noticed? There are more cars and trucks and SUVs arriving on their lots every single day. You click around Haggerty Auto Group, HaggertyAutoGroup.com, and you'll see they have lots of brand new vehicles, not to mention they have hundreds of pre-owned vehicles, too. So if you're in the market for a new Chevy or Ford or Buick or GMC and you were holding off because of low inventory, now's the time to contact the good people at the Haggerty Auto Group. Brothers Jerry and Bill Haggerty have three dealerships all in the western suburbs, Jerry, Haggerty, Chevys, and Glen Ellen. That's where I got my blazer, Haggerty Ford in West Chicago and Haggerty Buick GMC in Villa Park. These guys do it right. They started humble beginnings through hard work, honest customer service. Haggerty Auto Groups become the local automotive leader. They're the only guys I trust for my vehicle and service. Visit HaggertyAutoGroup.com for value and integrity. It has to be Haggerty. All right. It is uh, 448. John Hansen in for Lisa Dent. Uh, this is some hypersonic music as well. What is happening? This is—is is there going to be a Christmas song at the end of this one too? I wonder. I think the producers have turned on you. Yeah. Oh, this is not a Christmas one. I told them to mix it up today. It's the cars. Come on. Yeah. No, I got it, but it, it started a little wonky. That's okay. You know, the more time we eat up, the better. Here we go. Dr. Jim Adams joins us now from Northwestern, of course, and uh, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine Relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Uh, Dr. Jim Adams, someone sent me a picture of Moxie the robot. They have bright blue eyes, those things that deliver uh, around the hospital. I know. They're kind of high-tech, but cute, yeah. Right. Uh, did they roll around at night, too, with the lights off? That'd be a little creepy. Yeah, well, you know, they're even non-threatening even at night. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> now, there's a crazy story about, I mean, I guess it makes sense with more people legally using marijuana in Illinois and using cannabis in some way, shape, or form, that there's a growing number of kids in Illinois being hospitalized after consuming edibles. Have you read about this? Oh, read read about it and seen it. And we're seeing adults also in emergency departments accidentally taking somebody else's gummies or brownies or other kind of sources. Yeah. I mean, is it could it be deadly to a child or does it have the same effect on us where it's it's striking, it's shocking, it's it's it can be really terrifying for someone. But over time, it passes. So we haven't, I haven't known it to be deadly in any of the children, and generally it would be safe, but in overdose, it really, it it can make them confused and drowsing and stumbling and and behaving oddly and and frighteningly. So it really, really is important to keep it away from children. I imagine it's because a lot of these edibles look like, they look like candy or cookies, and often they're put in places where that, you might find those things. And that's a really, really big worry. And children have a way of getting into everything. Right. So here's the perspective on it. In 2017, only three kids in Cook County at all were hospitalized from uh, eating an edible. But in 2021, that number jumped to 124. Wow. And that's a that's last year. Imagine the number even higher this year, doctor. 
It is, and, and many, many more are brought to their pediatrician or to urgent care because of behaviors, and, they, and it clears it's more mild and many in, in emergency departments. So that understates, and that's pretty severe if they're getting admitted. For sure. And, and we should mention, I mean, it's easy to judge parents who have that and that happens to their child, but it is a legal substance right now. It's similar to if alcohol poisoning were to happen, of course. So if that does happen to you, uh, what should parents do if that accidentally happens to their kid? Is it immediately bring them to the hospital or wait till a certain symptom arises? Well, first, we don't judge the parents. We certainly understand that, that things happen. So really don't worry. Good. Call your pediatrician right away. Call the poison center right away. It's perfectly fine to call the poison center who will walk you through the best decisions. All right. Let's uh, just kind of go over a couple more times uh, the top three things maybe to remember as we approach here the holiday season. What are your recommendations as as we watch coworkers, as we watch friends and family come down with illnesses? What's your advice? Uh, my, so for the first advice is good hand washing. If you're in crowded conditions, the airport or the stores, if you want to wear a mask, fine, especially if you're immune compromised. But very importantly, we've seen three years of isolation. It's also very important to be with friends and family and coworkers. We're seeing a little uptick in, in hospitalizations, but nothing frightening. And that's such a great point to make, that there is a way to gather safely. Don't throw in the towel because you feel like you're hearing about sickness everywhere. If you feel good, your friends and family feel good, get together. That's good for the soul. It's good for the soul, and I encourage it. Amen. Dr. Jim Adams, we appreciate your time, okay? Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Let's.